Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome to Missing the Point. I am Rayshon Buchanan with the basketball crew. My guy, DK Sizzle, my other guy, the road to K. Bob Kelly. And listen, it's, it's Summer League. You know, obviously, you know, just, some, just when we thought we were done with something to talk, we come right back with some more eat for you. Uh, so yeah, let's let's get into it, man. So some league has now started over there in Vegas, and there's a lot of players that we've been able to look at over the last week or so. So you know, DK, I'll start with you. You know, just based off what you've seen so far, you know, who, who has been the standout for you on on the Southern Summer League team? I like the big guy, the big guy whose name I'm not going to attempt to pronounce because M- Mafandu Mafandu Cabangeli Cabangeli. Yeah, I mean the, the second name is a little bit easier, but you know. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't attempt to butcher the first one. I really like him. As you know, I'm a big fan of big men. We'll definitely get into that when we get to uh, possible TPE picks later. Mm-hmm. But I just really liked him. I feel like he looked, he's got an NBA body, which is like, I think first thing you want to check off the list when you're watching Summer League, right? Which I actually feel like all the guys that perform well in the Summer League were really filled out. They really looked like they could go and compete with guys that like are NBA size. But him especially, I, f- I feel like his... Uh, he has presence, which is something like I always look for in a big man. And I'm talking stuff that translates. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we have it in the back of our heads. Like, don't overreact to Summer League. Don't overreact to Summer League. Like, I have overreacted to Summer League in the past. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I, I have I have thought some guys that we never saw again were going to be the second coming of Robert Parrish. Like, don't get me wrong. But in saying that, in order to try and temper my views, I, I do just try to look for stuff that, that translates. He hustles. I, he had one real, I don't know if you guys watched uh, like a lot, all the games, but he's, he had one really great hustle play out of bounds where he got a, an assist, like passing the ball back in right underneath the, uh, right underneath the basket. He, he laid out for it, passed it back in for a finish. And uh, I like hustle from big men. I like the fact that he looks like he can move. You know, you slot him into a Celtics roster 30 games into the NBA season. Maybe he looks a lot slower all of a sudden. I mean, we've had that happen in the past, but I feel like he looks like he can move. He looks like he can play make a little bit. We run a lot of our offense through our bigs when we run two man rotations, which again, when we get into the trade trade exception, we need some depth there. I think we'll we'll talk about that. I feel like you got to give him a slot. I, I feel like that's the guy that stood out to me. Uh, and uh, you know, I know that there was there was players who had better stat lines, and I'm sure we're going to talk about them, but. For me, it's it's roster needs as opposed to you know just just basic summer league performances. The guy who I thought stood like I he was the guy I thought stood out as far as let's get him a roster spot because uh, I think he might actually get a chance at some minutes, especially with the Rob Williamses of the world not being you know all the time healthy and forget even his health. 
do we want to give him like a little bit of an extended layoff in the first few games of the regular season as we get into things and, and give guys like that minutes, you know, and, and give a little bit more of the bench, uh, a deeper bench at the start of the season. So Rob can get like a hundred percent healthy. Like how, what's the timeline on that when, when he's not limping around. And I feel like, you know, promoting from within for, for that role, I, I think is a great thing to do. Like that's the, that's the really nice part about summer league. I think you can, you can try a lot of guys out in the first few games of the regular season, like see what they're made of. And I think we, I, honestly, I don't know how you guys feel, but I really feel like the, the whole roster really impressed this summer league, you know, not since mm-hmm. I think Jalen's mm-hmm. not think I, I think Jalen's second year in summer league, which was a weird, but kind of cool thing that he did. Uh, was I as excited about a group of players or one? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was summer league. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. it was cool though. He's like, fuck it. I want to play more basketball. I need more minutes. I need more reps. Like I'm trying to be out here working hard, but yeah, he was fucking absolutely yamming on everybody. But, uh, not since then have I actually been as excited about a summer league group. And I, I thought like, I'll leave it to you guys to talk about probably the other obvious notables or notable, but I really, yeah, I really enjoyed him and especially with our uh, needs of big men. And that's going to be the theme of my show today. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but with Calvin Gelly, what, what you notice most is that you do notice him. That's, that's yeah, my biggest thing with like the big presence. Like I said, right, yeah. it, with a big man, that's, that's the number one thing that I always look for is how often do you, do you disappear for 10 minutes? Because right. as a big man, you can't, you know, in a stretch of a big game, when it when it comes down to it, you got to notice your seven foot center out there. If you don't, that's a problem. Yeah. He definitely has that. The other guy is Bagarin, man. He's he's awesome. He 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 he's got it on a basketball court. You know, you just see certain guys that that just are playmakers that you know make make things happen, and he's one of those dudes for me. I think Bagarin deserves you know at, at least a twelve man spot. He deserves Hauser's spot. Didn't he have a Didn't he have a two way contract last season? I think he did. No, right? he, he he was he was still drafted stat. He was he was playing over at France. Oh, okay. okay, just like just like that Yam, just just like just like the Yamadar kid. He's over there yeah. Israel still, which I want to see him come over here too. But obviously that didn't happen. But yeah, he, he's he's been he's been impressed. Uh, and the other guy uh, is I'm gonna get this wrong. Is it? Trevion. Oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Trevion Williams. Trevion Williams. Trev, that was the worst pronunciation he was really good. ever. I'm sorry. He was uh, really he's good. he's awesome. He's awesome. He he sees the basketball court, and, and he I think he's a steal as an undrafted dude. Mm. I, I didn't think you'd do two way with him. You don't risk it, man. Don't ever let him go to waivers. He's 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 a steal. That if you keep him in a Celtics uniform, it's gonna be like a, a, a Draymond. Uh, where you know, you know, what I mean, where you get him late, and he's awesome. Yeah, there was a ton of like, why didn't he get drafted? There yeah, was a ton awesome, of that man. right after, and we and Brad scooped him. I texted yeah. about it in the in the group text. It was like Brad scooped him, and I was like, I wonder who this guy is. I didn't know a ton about him, and everything he read was like, how, what happened? What like, what's the deal? Why did he go undrafted? I think it was might have just been a weird, like a weird phenomenon, and I think it, we might have capitalized on it. I really think it was a swoop. Well, no, I'm, I mean, I, we, I, I want to say we talked about it. Uh, it might have been me and Mike talked about it. We talked about him on the March Madness show. A hundred percent. He came yeah. up on last year's March Madness show. hundred percent. I thought he was going to go in the first round is what, is what people were saying. The reason why he made not So I, and I, I made this comparison and maybe, you know, you guys are with me. You may disagree with us. Okay. He reminds me of Gray Monroe, right? Gray Monroe to me, and this is even before he got to Boston, but it, he he moves like Greg Monroe. He's also a left-handed player. Has good handles like Greg Monroe had as well when he came out of Georgetown. But Trevion Williams came out ten years too late. And what I mean by that, obviously, he's you know he's you can't help when when you're born, obviously. But 
I was going to say that the Greg Monroe comparison, not exactly in a, a prototypical 2022 NBA. Uh, well, no, but no, but I say, no, I'm, I'm you're asking, you're asking why was he on draft? Like, that's why, like, at, if this was 2010, he would have went top 10 because of how, how his game translates. But he, he, he passed, listen, like, like I said, we talked about the vision is there, right? He has a bit of a post game. Like, he knows how to finish over his left shoulder really well. And he occasionally would hit a three. I think Kevin McGillie is a little more polished when it comes to hitting a three. But with Trevion Williams, like he's 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 more of an interior guy and is someone that obviously can see the court really well. I think we need that though. Oh, for, for 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 sure. But I'm saying like I'm just speaking to why he probably like yeah. didn't get drafted in. You know, he he doesn't move exceptionally well. That's you know, move his feet well. And then that, obviously that's something that he's gonna have to do if he's at the next level, regardless of what uniform he plays in. So you know, there's still a lot of things that go out there, but just offensively, you can see why, you know, he was even picked up for the Summer League team and, and has a legit chance to not at least be a two-way player or if not make the 15-man roster with, with the standard contract. But for me, two guys that have stood out, I'm, I'm with you, Bobby Begarin has been awesome. He's, to me, he's everything we thought Romeo was going to be. Everything mm-hmm. we thought Romeo was yeah. going to be, that's what Begarin's been. So he's, he's a team's attacking the rim every time. You know, the jump shot's a little raw, but like I said, he 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 is a slasher. Uh, you to, can teach a jump shot. You can yeah, teach for a sure, jump for shot. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He's 19 years old, so whatever. So, you know, so that, that to me will come along. But, yeah, he, he's been awesome. But I didn't, the guy I'm about to bring up, I did not know his shoe like this, and it was, it was Matt Ryan. I, I did not know that he had that in his game. Obviously, he was on the team for the second half of last season, and it just goes to show the 14th or 15th guy in the NBA can bust your ass at any given oh, yeah. time. We hear too much talking about, oh, you know, man, I'm better. I could go get a rebound. You, man, you ain't doing shit. Like you, that's that's let's let's not let's not get crazy. These dudes on the just at the end at the end of the roster, even like we joked about even with Scout. Scout would give people bucket. Like it's it's not it's not happening. Like you're not you're not doing anything against these I'm NBA surprised, players. I'm surprised like, Bobby wasn't the one who brought up Matt Ryan, to be honest with you. I thought yeah. the first thing out of your mouth was going to be like, that game winner against the Bucks, dude, he's the next. Oh, it, it, the I next mean, it, it was a nice shot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a nice shot. But I mean, you know. And he was driving DoorDash a year ago. He's got a great story. Like. Yeah. No, yeah. That's so. That's, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, TK. So, because I, I gave it to Ray. The, I, knew, I, knew, I knew Ray was yeah. excited about it. I <laughs> knew he was gonna excited be your guy it. If he gets no. if he gets a two-way, though. I'm trying no. to get Ray next year. So when we get down to the finals, him be as excited as possible. So it, 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 when, oh, he, when he eventually <laughs> breaks down and and dies into a puddle, that, like, it's <laughs> not, it's, it, it takes a little longer. You know what I mean? So we get this Rayshon for longer next year. I did okay the, with the reaction show with Gabe. So I thought no, I was yeah, okay. You're, yeah, you, you, know? you were good. You were like, I fucking knew it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you know, DK called me enough on that show to to walk me through it. I felt, I felt, I felt okay after. You were like, fuck those guys. I fucking knew oh, it. I, was, I knew it the whole yeah. time. And the second you guys talked me into it, the first time, I was, Rayshon, I was so yeah, bad. first time Rayshon's like, you know what? We got this. JT tripped up. He scores eight points and goes yeah. like two and nine. Ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, let, let's let's not let's not bring up old wounds, though. Y'all, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm a, it's a part it's from my here. Looking to the future, baby. I look to the exactly. Look to, look to the future. You feel me? So, but but no. But like I said, they, there's a lot of promise that's on this team now because I think they're a win down bowl. We're not going to see a lot of these guys this season now. Obviously, because of injury, whatever people are going to get the opportunities. If it's a blowout, once again, I want to see those guys on the floor because that means that we're up thirty in the fourth quarter, and that sure. means Tatum's on the bench chilling. Browse on the bench, Rob, Al, whatever. So we want to see these guys play because that means 
it's funeral time, baby. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. But no, to the Matt Ryan thing, and I, I want to touch on that because obviously Twitter's been saying it. You know, we, you know, DK alluded to making, uh, making too many assumptions about summer league, and I think there was a tweet that went out about it. it might have been from Jay King. Don't tell me summer league doesn't matter when you see a dude break down about <laughs> getting this opportunity. Was it a year ago? He was, he's riding around, riding around again. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, shout out to two chains riding around again. He's he's riding around <laughs> doing door jabs. Yeah, hey, your 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 wing stop is here. Yo, thanks 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 for the thanks for the order. And now now he's he's dropping game winners at Vegas. Like you you can't you can't make that shit up. You can't make that shit up. So don't don't tell me that it doesn't that it doesn't matter. Like that. So you know what I'm saying. Once again, every single one of us that's on NBA Twitter would kill to have that moment. Whether it be what I don't they don't they don't do Orlando Summer League anymore. But as I'm, I'm showing my age when I say that, but whether it was right. Orlando Summer League, Vegas Summer League, the California Classic, whatever, like you would kill to have one of those moments. You would even kill to play overseas. So it's like it's 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 okay to give guys props for playing well in this space. Like I said, I'm happy for Matt Ryan. I'm happy for Bagarin. I still want to see again, Madar. I don't think we're ever going to see him at this point because it's just coming over from Israel. I, I just don't see that happening at this moment. But he is another six three guard. He he really is an Israeli and Payton Pritchard. Uh, so I know Bobby would be against that because he wants he just wants Payton Pritchard only on the team. But nah, it, nah, Bobby's you know, a Bobby's a fickle bitch. Buckets, he would though. he would fucking turn around in two seconds for that guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay. He'd be like, ah, Peyton Pritchard, who he's all about old news, bro. Thing. Old news. You give me the stuff will go way up, right? Give me a six two shooting white point guard all day long, and I I'll, you know, I'll be you know, all over it, bro. To your point though, Ray, about the summer league, what what I do like about it? Do you guys watch Hustle on Netflix? Did you guys watch the Adam Sandler? I haven't movie? watched it yet. No, I, 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 I heard it's phenomenal, guys. Oh, I know, right. yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a nailed on. You, I know both of you love it. Anyway, I know the whole the thing that they do really well in it is it's like you kind of have a ground floor uh, point of view to like the kind of competition that these. Not, I wouldn't call them superfluous, but like these sort of build up games, these, these events like summer league, like, like these, like behind closed doors workouts, like, like these, you know, uh, uh, NBA verified stars behind closed doors game that we all think happens, but we were not a hundred percent sure where they are, what, who wins. Like it gives you a, a nice perspective on that. And that's what I like about summer league, to be honest with you, because it's a, it's a f- completely clean slate, but it's competitive. You know, and and you'd be able to tell if it wasn't, you know, if it was there's preseasons in other sports, mm. most other sports that have preseasons that are not competitive. They're just right. not like that. Nobody really gives a shit. Most people are trying not to get injured before the season starts so they don't get cut before the deadline. I think summer league that because you because people are watching because the games are competitive, a lot of these guys can emerge. You know what I mean? I, I, I think it's a real platform. And with the depth of talent that the NBA has now, I mean, even you know, you're talking about Greg Monroe, 2010. The 50th best guy in the league in 2010 was nowhere close to as good as the 50th best guy in the league right now. So, like, the depth of... Yeah. of yeah, talent, no, that's, that's there's, fucking, there's fucking basketball players falling off fucking trees right now. We should be falling on our knees and thanking our lucky stars how many good guys there are. Because even that, you know, and I've heard this point made on other podcasts, but I agree with it wholeheartedly. Even the shitty teams are watchable next season. You know, you mm-hmm, get league yeah, pass. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. you, got, you got hours of entertainment for the entire thing. So... That trickles down and, and, or not even down. I wouldn't even call it down, but that, you know, that trickles. And it's, you, you look at Summer League and you're like, oh, fuck, I, I love what's going on here. These guys are all good basketball players, you know? And what yeah. that does is it elevates other people's games because, you know, you guys know yourselves when you played sports. 
you played better when there was better kids on the floor. That's just like the way it is. You know, like you had your best games at the highest level of competition. I guarantee it. You know, if you, if you ever did it for any sort of uh, length of time with any real sustained effort, the better the competition got, the better your teammates got, the better you got. You know, that's just the way it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to let teammates down. Yeah, for sure. If you know how to, if you know how to ball, you know how to ball. And like, I think your games get elevated. And I think that's what we saw happen. Also, what I, and I'll just, I'll, I'll button on this. What I love about the Celtics in Summer League is we have a culture now. We, we have a culture. We have a game plan. We have a way that we play basketball. And always there was like the Celtics culture. Always there was this sort of like, this is who we are kind of thing as a franchise. But our DNA and our identity, because of how successful we were last season, how established Ime is now as quickly as he's come in, Brad's solidified himself as a GM. Mm-hmm. We're in a position where you got to play Celtics basketball if you want to get on the Celtics. Like you said, Ray, we're in win now mode. So if you want to get a contract, I mean, I think there's some slots for the big men, but some of the guards you're talking about, it's like, man, that, that we're deep. <laughs> you know, we're deep at guard. With Gallinari coming in, we're deep at we're deep at wings. So you got to play Celtics basketball too. You can't just be like, oh, that guy's good. Let's give him some fucking minutes. You know, because like we we suck. Nah, you got to be good. You got to be good, and you got to be good. You got to look like you can play in our system now. You know, so I, it makes it it makes it even more interesting when you're watching these summer league games. Facts. And it's, so speak, speaking of you know having to play a Celtics ball to be in our system. Obviously, we're taping this on July 13th and the trade player exception for Evan Fournier uh, expires on July 18th, which is on Monday. Uh, so, you know, Bobby, I'll start with you, man. Who who was, you know, obviously it's, 17, it's for 17.1 million. There's a lot of players that could have fit that that are off the table, but there's still some that are available. So, you know, who who do they who do they end up getting in in your opinion? Who should they get in their, in your opinion that could add uh, to the culture here and, and not take anything away? So the top couple, <clears throat> excuse me, top couple guys that were on my list are are no longer available. Uh, Herder, oh, you had Kevin Herder. I had yeah, Kevin Herder. 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 Yeah, he he. That was so that. annoying when he went to the Kings. I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, he's seven feet, but I think he can play the three. It's yeah. wild. <laughs> ex- ex- and 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 listen, I I don't mean to make it this, but like. Boston fucking loves white guys that can shoot, and and in <laughs> Boston, in Boston, and they they will fall in love with this dude. He loves circus if, acts too. So wait, he's a circus yeah. act that can play. He's yeah, Calabrini, sure. but he has game. You know what I mean? So like, come on. And, and uh, the other one is it's kind of a name that kind of pisses me off because he's he's horrible to bet on, and he, and and I don't love his game at all. And I uh, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> He's he's my other guy that I feel like he could fit in. He plays great defense. You know, he has his offensive struggles, but he can play defense. And I feel like, you know, what he he does that is negative on the offensive side of the court where he can kind of be a ball hog and he, he thinks he's much better than he is at three-point shooting could be kind of negated on the Celtics where we have all these other options like, we have all these other guys that have that same trait. Well, uh, <laughs> he'd fit right, he'd fit right in. Uh, but I mean, listen, the only other guy I can think of is KCP. I don't think they're going to use it. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't think it's going to get used because it, it it just, it seems like they keep, they, they've made those two moves, right? And right now what we're looking at is a big man. And I, is there any big man? I, I, I kept looking. Who's a big man that you got? I'm sure you got one uh, that fits in that TP. I just can't find one. So I, right. I, I, I have one, but I'm, I'm letting DK go. No, go ahead. The, go ahead, go ahead. I, got a, I got a bunch of names. You go first. Got you. So for me, he, he's actually out there with Dave. He's out in California. 
Uh, he's actually played Sacramento. Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn um, Holmes. How's that? He yeah, was, oh, no, there you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's the idea. So I should let you go for a side. My bad. No, no, thunder, no. But... I love it. I love that we're on the same page. He's a one-skill big man. He can he can he can actually play in the post. It's great. Yeah, he he's he's a he's an energy guy, though. That, that's what I'm I'm big on that. Like, he's an energy guy. 100 percent He's not somebody he's not gonna get 20 and 10. That's not his game. But can he get you 10 and 5? You know, 20 minutes. Obviously, though, yeah, you know? yeah, 20 minutes, absolutely. Yeah. And he, he's he's expanded his game each year. So when he came into Philly, he wasn't really someone that can even shoot outside of maybe 15 feet. But now he can do that because obviously every big man in the league now has to at least have some type of sure. uh, jump shot. So, yeah, energy, good defense. Like I remember, Actually, I remember meeting him when they came uh, to Boston this, this year. And like he, he was cool. And so the other guy I'm thinking about, too, was actually a teammate. And it's Harrison Barnes. Like... Those, those are you two guys it. I think about. Like, I, I like Barnes. Also, Harrison Barnes, once again, you, like, you guys know how I feel about wings. You can't have enough of them, whether it's food or players. You can't yeah. have enough. <laughs> so, Harrison Barnes, to me, really would be the ideal guy. His identity and, fits. Team member, but, identity. you know, I just, to me, and, and also, I'm a Tiger fan, too, so I'm a little biased. But, yeah, those, those are the two guys I think about right away. And then, obviously, as some names come to mind, I'll think about it some more. But, you know, DK, give, give us your list, bro. No, I love the I love the Rachon shout out because I think he'd be great uh, in a in a very Bob Kelly way. I think he'd be great for Rob Williams. I think those guys would work out great together. I think he'd be great for him to fill in for certain minutes. Like I said, when we're talking about the summer league, I think he needs he needs someone to carry some minutes for him. I mean, that's just that's just a fact. I love the guy, but like, come on, we gotta accept reality here. Uh, yeah, I love that you called that out. I I, I think he's gonna waste away in obscurity in Sacramento for a while if we if you know he doesn't move to a bigger market. I think he's a really good player. I think he's really underrated, like you said. Uh, and I think he's got great footwork. I if I could take his offensive game and just plop it into Rob Williams, like I would I would do that no problem because I can see a huge upside. He'd for be it. he'd be an all star next yeah, year he, in like one second. Yeah. So game. like between the two of them, like I just feel like they puzzle piece really well together. But. That might be pie in the sky. I have some other options. Uh, Lori Markkinen from Cleveland. Uh, bro, that, I was Ooh, about to bring him okay. up. I was literally about to bring him Wait, up. Wait, he's 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 under. He's he's, he's he under. Makes he's a, I can find him. Yeah, because you, I'm you, keep, at it, right? you kept 16, yelling at me four. for trying to. For, you kept yelling at me in the Discord for trying to use too much money of the trade exception. So I did check these numbers. He's he's <laughs> okay. he's, he's under. Uh, you're, okay. you're trying to Bill Simmons it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, can we get this guy? Ray was like, he's on thirty million a year. It's like, oh, okay. Um, I was like, can you combine trade exceptions? Joel like, Embiid. Like how, about, how about Joel Embiid? Yeah, right. No, <laughs> yeah, that, so yeah, that, yeah, phenomenal. We're reining that in. We're reining that in. Laurie Markkinen, I think, would be great. He's another seven footer. He's fucking weird. He's weird. He can fuck. shoot. He can shoot. He can That'd shoot. Awesome. Like we talked about, he's Stretch like he's got defense, a, You know, bro. he's he's got a very similar, weirdly similar herder profile for the kind of stuff that he actually brings to your team. He's someone like Herder, like we talked about, and like uh, unlike uh, Rachon, who I think would be a kind of a fill in some stuff for some guys we already have. He brings some shit to the table we do not have at all. And I think if you look at what we've been look, doing in Summer League, if you look at the kind of at, at the uh, the Brogdon trade and the Gallinari trade, if you look at the way that Ime has been constructing this team overall, they and I love that they're doing this. I honestly, I think this is the way you should you should construct a basketball team. I've been saying it for years. They want to have every look. They want to be able to come to put to put out a team that can have every look on the basketball court. So if this isn't working, this will work. It's the reason why the zone didn't fuck us up as bad against Miami this year. Still mm-hmm. fucked us up a little bit, but we had more looks. We had more things we could do, and we we're even still a little shallow last last playoffs. I think we can all admit. You get you get a guy like uh, marketing in. I think uh, that gives you just another look. Fuck it, another look. Like what does it look like on the, in the two in the two big man rotation with him in there with Rob? Like let's see what it looks like. Let's you know let's let's play with it. 
Another one, and this is a guy that oh, I honorable mention uh, Kelly Olynyk, baby. Mm, like okay. if any, you know, I think Frame he would. Home. I think he would be just like a Tice upgrade. You know, I think like he, you yeah. know, for you know, for the for for that position for those minutes. You know, I think he would use those minutes with a little bit more quality. I think you could actually see him in the playoffs making a contribution. However, like it's you know, it's that like kind of awkward gangly forward thing that we were doing a few years ago that was kind of pissing me off. I know a great shout by you, Ray, for the trade exception we haven't talked about on the show is Jay Crowder. I think we could take him back for like ten million. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be another good look. Like you said, we can never have enough wings. I never loved his movement, but he's a good shooter. So like we need that. And we do really do need a spot up jump shooter, which is a conversation for another day. Right. So I, I got into an arg- not argument, but a discussion with someone, with someone on Twitter today about a couple more guys. And I want to see what y'all think about this. So what about Dwight Howard or Derek Favors? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we literally made the exact noise. Getting an old getting an old big man has worked out for us in the past, I'll admit. No, but I'm glad I'm glad both gave that one because okay. Dwight, I can see why we had the uh, but favor favors I'm okay. Favors I'm okay. Favors to me. What's yeah. You're not looking for him to be when he was in Utah. You're not looking for that guy. Cause he was getting 16 attendance. You're not looking for that. I mean, great, granted, if he became that, hey, beautiful. We're back in the finals and I'm I'm, I'm holding the rope with the confetti falling, possibly. Who knows? But yeah, to me, that's to, that would be a better fit, or he would be a better fit than, than Dwight. But I, I can understand why people wouldn't want either. But go, go ahead, Bobby. Here's why I'd be okay with Favors is it would be he's been humbled. Okay, Derek Favors has been through the ringer of the NBA, where he he came in as the third pick. Uh, he was third, right? Yeah, yeah, third. Yep, yeah, yeah. he came in as the third pick, and he was considered a bust for a few years. You know what I mean? He he. How good the, was he in that year of 2K, though, when you had to play like the rookies versus the, the sophomores and you just couldn't do anything against him? <laughs> yeah, he was off. But he, he went from that to a bust to a role player. Then he went back to a starter and then he became a valuable role player again. And I feel like a guy like that knows his his identity in the NBA. And I feel like that's so important in today's NBA. So I, I actually love the favors call. I would, So with the TPE. Do we have to match the salary as well, or is it just it's? Yeah, you trade for so, their salary, but your TPE. So goes yeah, away. it doesn't have to match. So as long as it falls underneath seventeen point one, then you're good. So okay. it, even if it's like sixteen point nine nine nine, like you're good because it's under. And there's no okay. minimum, right? It could be a guy that has like two at two mil. Like that's where I was yeah, always confused exactly, about yeah. it. There, there, it could be a guy that has like a two mil, but we have two other TPs that are maxed out at like six, five, and six. So, so there'd be well, they're, they're probably, I feel like they're probably not either. Well, because those are those, they still have those, but they don't expire until February or something. Like, like February. So that that might get used in a, in a smaller deal just in case something doesn't work. Trade the TPE or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that, that may not work. So I just think that, and then they get created once they send out salary, I believe. So, okay. So in that case, I have a name. One more. Okay. I'm sorry. Bertans. Bertans. David Bertans. Uh, I know. Listen, I, I know. After last year, I, I know. I, I was two years ago. I was with you. But after last year, I don't know. I don't know. He, he was better. He was better with Dallas. So well, he was so much better with Dallas than he than he had been with Washington that last year and a, that last half half the season where he stopped playing. Yeah, that's what happens when you play Maluka. <laughs> play Maluka. He's Lori Markin in. 2.0. You know what I mean? That's what it comes down to. I, like, I, I'd say I'd say marketing over here. Oh, a hundred percent. Marketing is definitely mar- marketing can spot start for you. That's the good thing with marketing is like he actually can spot spot start, and you're not losing too much with marketing starting for you. 
So yeah, because you, you know what? Because I'm like you know, because I I didn't, I didn't really think about that before David brought it up. So I, this I'll put it like this: right? I think with marketing, right? I feel he the reason why he would do really well here, in my opinion, is playing learning from Al Warford, who basically marketing it could be you know, at least have the passer that Al was. Al was a passer from the moment he got to the NBA, but just some of the other facets of the game how to take care of your body, you know, how, how to, how to, how to lead, whether it's quietly or, you know, being vocal in, in, in the locker room, marketing his growth as a player, as a leader would probably grow times two, maybe even times three playing next to Al or behind Al, or even times if you had him in a lineup where, you know, you got Horford and him out there. Cause Rob, maybe is, is either a foul trouble or he's not playing for whatever game cause it's rest or whatever, like to have those guys when you can play five outs. And basically now you can have Tatum dive to the rim, Brown dive to the rim. It got half to collapse. Then you kick out to the corner with a corner three. Now it's wide open. Ball game. We have, I haven't said that term in a long time. That, 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 that's ball. It is ball game. I it is. That, that is, it's a, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So that's what I'm thinking about. But once again, that has to happen. Every player cannot fit that that we talked about. I said, marketing fits that. Harrison Barnes that comparison we need mm-hmm. depth at that if we're gonna if we're gonna run like that though we need depth because like m- not yeah. every guy not every guy below the fifth guy is gonna be on every night to be able to hit those shots when they're when they get those you know what i mean so your sixth man now is brogdon right which is i don't i mean that's a whole different conversation but i feel like no, that's well, I mean, no but no but i mean no but that's that's what's being put out there right so propaganda sure but i mean he, he went out we'll just park which i mean once again that, that's not that's not a that's a major platform they talked about Brad. He, he, he I didn't just want to win. Yeah, Brad, no, I got. Hey, no, I heard no, it, but, no, but he, he didn't have to say that Brad called his agent and said, "Hey, we want you to embrace that." He didn't have to say that. So the fact that you know he, he went out there and actually put that all wax and said, "Yo, this is what they're looking for us to do." Like that. That's dope. He's such a crunch time guy, though. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he can't play crunch time. You got to no, no, yeah, that's he's what definitely counts. Started time. Yeah, yeah he's but definitely it, started times, but it's not something where we also talked about his minutes being limited because he's also hell, injury prone. Yeah. So. I don't want him to play at 35 minutes a night. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that right now. Gonna have to in the playoffs. No, of course. I'm saying, but to get there, I'm saying, if he's rolling, of course, let, let him cook. But if there's certain nights when you could get him 25 minutes a night, yo, cool. Sit down. You, you did your job. Get me ice bath, Malcolm. I'll hear you get ice bath. Exactly. But I'm like, <laughs> bro, of course, if you want the ending line to be smart, you know, Tatum, J, uh, Tatum Brown and then, and then Rob, of course. But it's gonna be nice when you need Allen Raw out there because it's I love that's that five. I love that five. Yeah, no, it's great. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> They're making them so it Brogdon makes interchangeable. Some, yeah, this is such a quick pivot. Looks. I love it. This is looks. this is, this is what about I live. Looks, man. This is what I live for. But yeah, exact exactly. No matter who that gets thrown at the Celtics, they have a lineup for them. You know what I mean? I, I saw I'm talking I saw, about. I saw something today that said the Celtics are really excited for their small ball prospects. And we could even see Gallinari at the five a few times next year. And the Absolutely. Celtics try and run Absolutely. out, try and run yeah, out absolutely. a death lineup where all five can just bang on you from three at all yeah. times. And that excites me so much. I love, I love the idea. And that's the first time I've even heard that. I love that idea because so I'll tell you awesome. something, Celtics fans, I don't know how much of a only watch the Celtics fan base you are, but if you're looking for Gallinari to come in and do the same kind of defensive shit that you see other players on the team do, and you're looking for him to do the yeah, same. He's not that run- guy. Running, running, <laughs> it's not what he does. Okay. He doesn't, but he's super crafty. 
He winds up in spots that are like crazy open that you don't really know how he got there. He moves around the court super well. Him at the five is fucking lethal. It's lethal if you're not getting like absolutely fucking destroyed in the paint if you're running it right. Right, but especially with the pick and pop, right? That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, so that's so, so good. honestly, you know, you know who's going to benefit from playing with him is actually Marcus Smart. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jalen Brown. Well, maybe, no, I'm saying, but I'm just because, I mean, Jalen Brown can me, dribble the, too. He can dribble, by the way. But he's got spots, is the thing. He's got spots. J- Jalen Brown will get more at more shots at the rim, I believe that. But I'm saying, far just from a playmaker standpoint, I think where Smart drives, because Smart's best pass is when he drives and he kicks it back out here to three. Like he's yeah. mastered that. So I yeah. think seeing Gallo at, at the three when they're out there together, and yeah, he can shoot from 30, but we've seen it. <laughs> he's done it against us. <laughs> if you look, look, if Celtics said, look back at the tape a couple years ago. Man had nine threes on us in Atlanta. But that's, like, was, but that's dude, my whole it's, it's point. Ridiculous. With, that's my whole point with these pickups, Ray. Is that like the kind of looks that yeah we can like Bobby just said we can take looks that get thrown at us. The fucking looks we can throw at other people is unbelievable. Like I I forget if it was Brogdon or Gallinari in the presser. Uh, shout out to Jared Weiss. Good questions by the way. We're a friend of the friend of the pod. Heard his uh, heard his good good questions getting thrown at the two of them. One of them was like I mean I think I it was Brogdon. He was like. I'm like the third or fourth guy, like off- offensive option. Like you're fucked. <laughs> He's like, you got to deal with Jason Tatum. And then you got, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. That's right. how Dave Clark would say it. I don't know how Brogdon said it. He's <laughs> <But laughs> like, he's like, you got to, first you got to worry about Jalen, uh, fucking J- uh, Jason Tatum. Then you're going to worry about Jalen Brown. Then you got to worry about this guy. Then you got to worry about this guy. Then you got to worry about this guy. It's like, Gallinari's just going to pick his fucking spots in an ideal world. I'm very excited to watch these two guys come in and contribute. I really am. It's it's a lot like what we thought the Celtics with Kyrie and Hayward were gonna be, where we just had such a, a plethora of wealth. Except, it, but except, right? But except these guys know their roles, and there's 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 clear like tiers of like where you're at, and like they're coming here to win a ship and fit into the culture rather than trying to build around like a superstar. It's it's very exciting, very. Exciting. We gave we gave up nothing for him too. Listen, nothing. Celtics yeah. fans, I don't think you guys re- g- uh, Gallinari kind of got overshadowed by Brogdon a lot after we got him. Gallinari is such a good pickup for this team. Jeez. We lost we lost that finals because we had wing no death. we had no wing depth. Tatum 100%. was gassed. Brown was gassed. They were playing forty three minutes a game. Yeah, yep. Gallo can come in and give you. Listen, there's going to be a game next year where Gallo scores 30 points. I can guarantee you that. He's that kind of scorer. He can drop that kind of that kind of points on you. The dude has averaged 40% from three the last four years. Bro, he, we, he's, we, didn't he's have legit. Any, we didn't have anybody like that on the bench. Yeah, not, 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 not at all. So it's like, the, once again, like you said, he's, he's going to be able to spot start, spot start as as well. So once again, that, like I said, the, the biggest need overall was depth. And I, as it did, you just touched on this. I'm glad you brought it up because we just said we into this. You know, they're... You know, I love what I heard at the press conferences. And I, that's why I want to speak about that. Like, I love what I heard, you know, from that. So, you know, you know, Dave, what was your biggest takeaway? I know you just gave a takeaway, but you know, any any other takeaways you had from what you heard at the press conference? Cause like to me, it was it was spot on what I what I heard from both of them the other day. Yeah, I I loved it. I mean, you watch these press conferences and you have to kind of wade through a lot of uh media training athlete speak, you know, like there is a lot of like stay on message. Mm-hmm. This is the mission statement. You know, Big Daddy Brad was there to like kind of buffer them to the to the reporters, which was good. But I mean, it's not as if they were throwing these like very difficult questions at them. But in saying that, I I especially liked Gallinari's 
answers to a lot of the questions. I feel like he was, he was, Jared, I think is actually, it was in between one of Jared's questions. Maybe somebody asked him, you know, there was reports you could have gone somewhere else for more and you chose to come here. Like why? And that's, yeah, you're getting lobbed to that question. Like no, no ifs, ands, or buts, but he knocked it out of the park. He was like, I mean, I, I came here to win. You know, I, I came here to win a championship. Look how successful they were. And I just right. feel like I slot right in. You know, right. I feel like Brogdon, but Brad Stevens, I think, did a really good job, by the way. I think I, I like seeing him. His press conference those, was amazing. Yeah, I, I think he says, you know, a little bit too much. You know, if he was on a, a podcast, we might give him that note. But uh, but <laughs> he's not. He's running a fucking basketball team, so he can say whatever he wants. I thought he did great. I thought he I thought he shielded the players uh, really well. I think he I like he, I like when Brad Stevens talks about basketball. I think that's the 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 mind of a of a man that knows the game inside and out, and uh, that's just the case. Brogdon had a great little speech. I don't know if you heard it, like kind of start middle of the podcast, where he was like, "I'm in my prime right now." He's like, "I experienced success at the top level when I was first in Milwaukee, and then I did." He basically alluded to having the best thing that can happen to an athlete happen, where he hit a low point. You know, he experienced. A, the highest highs and and what he probably has in relative terms experienced now the lowest lows and he's like and it, this this timing is perfect for me he's like this is i'm about to fucking go off like i i felt the kind of crackling energy beneath what he was saying that made me feel like he was very excited to get to the season and i love that from him because if you can't tell i'm very excited to get to the season and you guys are very excited to get to the mm-hmm. season because we are making fucking moves with these guys. They got look, they're on message. They have the right stuff to say. The the kind of message and staying on the same page stuff that the Celtics have been so much better at over the last, I would call it seven months, like from now be, to before the, the shift change. It went from an F to an A. Literally in like a matter of And three I think, weeks. you know, you give Eme credit for that. We've waxed lyrical about how how good of a man manager and, and a and a and a chemistry coach he was over that course of the second half of the season in the playoffs. But the, the point being when you go and when you go and get a guy to come into the team, we learned this lesson the hard way with Kyrie Irving. Talent is one thing, and obviously that matters. What you can do in the basketball court, obviously that's the that's the case. But they're dealing with a very delicate balance of chemistry at this point. You know, you have young superstars, you have good old head veterans, but you you don't want to just pop somebody in there that's going to fuck everything up. It's possible we've seen it happen before. I mean, I was saying I really wanted Malik Beasley. You know, before he he went in that Gallinari trade, I was like, I think he'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. I know he I'm, points guns at people. Agreed, agreed. You know, we could have gotten him with the TPE even. Like he would, he, he was on actually like point guns at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, but the dude gets buckets. So, he gets but, the yeah. He's a walking bucket though. Buckets so like, to me, I'm sure. like buckets I'm and like, bullets. I don't know, guys, fucking drive home. <laughs> anyway, <so. laughs> I, know, I know it's mean, but I love like, it. hey, hey, look, we on the same page. I'm with you. People make mistakes and uh, I, I give, yeah, I give people second chances that don't go get me fucking 14 a night. So whatever, you know, um, <laughs> it runs, it ble- bleed green, baby. It runs <laughs> I'm fucking magnanimous. <laughs> what can I say? But you know, that's not a risk here. That's not a risk. Uh, we, we got guys that are singing off the same hymn sheet. You know, they're, they're in tune with the band. They've, they've got the beat. And uh, I, I just, I, it's, uh, it's, it's lining up real, real well. And, and, you know, Bobby's saying, oh, this is like the, but we thought that the Kyrie and Gordon year was like, it's like, this actually is how I felt. So I don't have a rude awakening. It's different though, because, because what, the, Cel- proven, what the Celtics yeah. are doing now is exactly what Dame was saying the other night, where the, the name on the front 
is more important than the name on the back. They're going yep. Team USA style. You're going to build you know a fucking it, statue, right? <laughs> and 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 it's 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 they are going to build him a statue. 100. If he went, if he ever wins a ship, they're going to build him a shrine. He doesn't even need to win a ship, dude. He's just like, I love it here. I bleed Portland. Like, let's go. Portland's like word. <laughs> I mean, they made a show about how chill that place is. But anyways, so. Th- they so right now what's happening in basketball with the player empowerment you know what i mean everyone's making their own moves this and that the Celtics are doing something different where they're not they're not trying i, I don't think they would ever go get kevin durant like that's why i always thought those conversations were just stupid and like you know it, it, yes it's great to fantasize about it'd be amazing if he was on this team the Celtics are not about to give someone like kd who has that veteran presence who has that league respect who has all that the 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 wheels the keys to the fucking house you know what i mean that's just not who they are right now they are a culture-based franchise they're trying to model it after the heat with that heat culture they're, they're trying to have celtic culture or the spurs what, you know, right or the spurs, spurs right exactly. uh, so know. spurs yeah i guess it is first yeah <laughs> but, no, but it is, not, i mean he, it is he, said, so, he was a good example spurs is more a directly relatable <laughs> yeah. example sorry but but I'm you know what I get going is my brain. No, I love it. No, no I, 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 I didn't know that, that's, that's, exa- that's exactly what we're doing, though, is it's, it's going towards that kind of culture atmosphere rather than that player empowerment atmosphere, which is I'm all for, man, because the player empowerment thing just pisses me off. And I think it ruins franchises. So I'm so happy we're not giving into that. We never have. Uh, it started with Danny, where he never went and traded for the Jimmy Butlers. He never went and traded for, you know, these superstars. He kept his guys. We shit on, shit on him for it for seven years. But here I, we I are, know. man. You know what I mean? Here we are. No, so. I was always Team Danny. Never did. I was always Team Danny. No, I, 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 I'm I not going to lie. I wanted Jimmy Jimmy Butler for that Jalen yeah, pick. 100%. I, I wanted both. Jimmy Butler for that Jalen pick. I, 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 didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. That, I'm like. I'm like, you're not telling me a number three pick's coming in better than Jimmy Bowler right now. And mm-hmm. I, I, I want to stop with five I was years. really happy. I was really happy with the Jalen Brown pick. I really liked Mikel. Yeah, cool. But I'm, I, that's, I mean, once again, that, that's a, that's a, that's a great line to say. But it's DK representing it, a sixth of Celtics Twitter. Right sure, there. but I'm like, at, at that time, I was. <laughs> I like, mean, I'm I, just, I did not I'm care. just saying. I was pissed. I, I was knew pissed. the Beatles gonna were going to be good before they even left Liverpool. But, but <laughs> uh, of course you did. <laughs> It's just, you know what I mean? It's just a direction that they're going in. That's so, it's so refreshing in today's NBA's atmosphere. It's so refreshing just for me too, as a sports fan, because most of the teams I follow, like we talked about earlier today, are are just going in a shitty direction that I can't support and can't really defend. But everything the Celtics are doing right now is just so right. And it's amazing. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's fair. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see, what they do? I mean, I, I want to add this last point that we, we'll touch on the rest of NBA free HC. But man, to see Brogdon and Gallo talk about what they talked about, and then you see a video right after Brogdon out there shooting threes on the practice court, I said, "Oh, he's he's he is locked in." So I know, I know, Dave. You know, you joked about propaganda. I I think Brogdon's like, "Yo, this is my motherfucking time." Like, my this, yeah, he he is he's he's on that danger. He's like, "Yo, hey, my time is right now." Like I'm not letting this moment slip. Like, well, exactly. Has, I, I'm, I'm here for. I'm here for. He, he has such a big opportunity ahead of him because you remember, man, when he left Milwaukee, he was the big free agent of that offseason. You remember that he was like the big guy. He was the first one to go. He went to Indiana, and it was like, yeah, oh, I, I wonder. Know. I wonder how it would have looked had we had got him in 2019 as opposed to Kemba. And and and, and that's not it's not fair to Kemba because obviously it's. I don't think it would have been fair to Brogdon to be honest with you. 
Well, no, but I mean to to replace Kyrie, someone that would have been defensively minded. He he would he would have been because you would have had him starting right because Smart was still coming off the bench. Right. Smart, Smart was starting. That's so totally. would have been, it would have been Brogdon, JB. It might have been better because Brockton's younger. I think I think it would have been I, better because he's young. You know what I mean? Kyrie, yeah, Bro- I feel like a vet Brogdon coming went into on that to, point guard spot was cursed. No vet was going to be able to come right. into that point guard and and run that that group. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, I feel like, go, go ahead, DK. Brogdon went through what he went through. You know, health wise, I feel like those injuries were going to happen, and I feel like whoever came into that, like we put so much pressure on Kemba, like yeah, so much. He came in, and we were like, "You gotta, you gotta be as good as Kyrie, but be nice also." Like that's what everybody was basically saying. That first season, like that, he was awesome. That first first season, he was awesome here. He was awesome. But like you, but to put those same expectations on 2019 Malcolm Brogdon, as opposed to raring to go, champing at the bit, ready to come out of the fucking gate, ready to get his fucking like redemption story back in the East, back at the top of the East, like all this storyline, all this stuff that's firing him up. Like you said, like. He looks like he's a fucking racehorse about to like come out of the fucking. Yeah. He's about to shoot out of the fucking tunnel for us, you know. And like I said, before we get to the uh, other stuff, but I, I like I, said, I was watching his highlights too, like that. Like I said, once again, he, he's almost forty percent from three two, and like I said, he, he's a legit candidate for 50, 40, 90. He can also he can also low key make his own shot. Yeah, he and, and right. he and he he's never. And this is the big thing. I know you guys are all going to be excited when I say this next part. He never gets sped up. Ever, he's so calm. He's so calm. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. Because I, I mean, they call Kyle Henderson slow mo, but I'm sorry, I'm, I'm calling him slow mo for the Celtics. Like when we get when we start doing the shows for the October, and we start doing the shows again for the for the regular season. Like he, he is definitely slow mo, and I, I, I'm like he, to me, like I said, he he never gets sped up, and he consistently makes That's the so right amazing play. No, it's true. Over and over again. It's and, so and, amazing. And time, we've already used the word trickle down, you know, we're not even though we're not talking about regonomics, we're talking about you know basketball. Basketball is good, economics is not. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, he's going to be he's going to make shots economic for Boston. There you go. We, we, well, that's how we that's how we flip that. So oh, sorry, go, he's going to make sure economic. Go on, baby. You know we fucking <laughs> suck that so bad in the playoffs, <laughs> winning the finals, using the whole. Well, yeah, <laughs> but we fucking sucked at using all twenty four seconds when we had to. Yeah, and we were in situations where we needed to use all 24 seconds to kill the clock. Celtics were the worst fucking iteration of the playoffs team that we had last year. Yep. Everybody knows it. Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, just if you know, if you don't really know his game and you're listening to this, I'm not saying he's as good at this, but stylistically, I don't know if you remember Rajon Rondo, you know, just like also a man that could not get sped uh, up. When he, when he just sat there. Very and different it. games, like very different games. Like obviously Malcolm Brogdon, I feel like he... I feel like he's going to dribble more. I feel like he's going to move a little bit more. I feel like he watches the court a little bit better. But you're absolutely right about him not getting spit up. Like, do, do, were, were we doing uh, Sunday Night Sports Rap when I had my whole, like, Rajon Rondo's greedy for assists? Like, like just so Probably. mad at Rajon Probably. Rondo? Because it's, yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's like, dude, make, you make the first pass. You don't have to make the last pass every single fucking time. What I like about <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon is he, he actually has that, he has that hockey assist thing in him, too. You know, yep. where he can, like, he can make a little space. He can be the guy who passes the ball. Everyone knows that passes the ball to the guy who passes the ball to the guy who scores, right? And I feel like to be like, don't. I guess my point is, don't be alarmed by some of his box scores on some nights because he's a guy who can move into space, be in, be in the place. He's good off the ball too. You know, he's he can move around a little bit off the ball. And like you said, 
He's got he's got almost forty percent, and I think that that shooting percentage is only going to benefit from the fact that he's going to have more space because he's around better guys. Yeah, I was just said the slowdown thing is so key because if you remember Game Six, Game Seven, or Game Six, I wish it was Seven, Game Five, yeah, Game Six. It. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> the the most frustrating part was their inability to in big possessions take a step back and realize that this is a big fucking possession mm-hmm. and you need to concentrate and do your shit. Yep. Run a play, do something. They would just stop doing what they were supposed to do. Speed up the offense, get frantic. Marcus would make a pass out of bounds, and you're like, God. And, and Brogdon's going to solve that, and it's a man. Also, too, like once again, I, I keep saying we're going to move on to the NBA free agency, but we, you know, but it's okay, it's fine. This is a good combo. Runs. Deep. I think. I think also exactly. It does. It does going to be. But Welcome I, I think, to the Malcolm Brogdon hour here on Mystic. Hey, 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 exactly. <laughs> we're, 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 your, we're your three hosts for the evening. No, but I think that. Another thing, and it ties into him not being sped up. So remember when Brad Stevens was the head coach, all he would talk about was, you know, guys, you know, we got to hit singles, hit singles, don't try to hit home runs. What I think Brad is also going to bring to the table outside of being not sped up. When it, when you're up 10 to 12 and a team goes on a quick flurry because it's the NBA that's going to happen, it's not something where he's going to keep jacketing them threes. He's going to get to the line, slow it down, Get a couple of, even if you miss, but people, people chance to breathe, chill out, you know, but it's like, it slows, it slows down the pace because obviously they would get frantic, they would go crazy. So I think just getting, getting, getting two points still matters in the NBA, guys. The fact that, it, oh, you know, it's threes and layups. Darren Moore ruined that, even though Darren Moore used to be here in Boston years ago under the NDH, but it's not just threes and layups. You the have Rockets to be, it. yeah, yeah, the Rock, yeah, you have to be able to score from everywhere on the floor. I, that, you know, I've heard DK use this phrase and I'm, I'm going to steal it from him. So sorry about this. I'm going to die on that hill. I'm, you have to do the score. People say, oh no, get threes. No, you have to score from three. You got to score from mid range. You got to score from obviously in, in, inside the, inside the paint. So the more effective you are from every three levels, you're good. You have to know when it's time to score those fucking two point buckets because I feel like a lot of what we were saying in the playoffs last year, and especially in the finals, was mm. just get some twos, just get some easy looks, yep. just get in there. And then you know who else was fucking saying that a lot? Ime. Yeah. You know, were we were we always doing it? Not so no. much. No. I think uh, it already quit. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, they already quit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I a guy like Brogdon, I feel like, yeah, some I feel like we're pretty good if we get an offensive rebound and we're we're uh we get a look where it's you should put it up right away. And you got you got you have to run. Yeah, exactly. You, you get an offensive run. rebound and, and you get it right away and you get an open look, go. No. I think Brogdon, if the offensive rebound comes down and it gets in his hands within that four within the first four seconds that of that fourteen second clock, I want that more than the, it being in Marcus Smart's hands in that exact situation, if that makes sense. Yes, so like I, I don't have the I don't have the advanced me- metrics on what both of these but those guys look like in that situation, but on the eye test. With a 14 second clock and an offensive rebound, or mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, if if we start if if if, if a play breaks down, for example, right, and, and you're in that kind of 10 to 10 to seven second range, that's Malcolm Brogdon o'clock in in is my prediction. And that's the okay, relax. Seven seconds is longer than you think. You know, we didn't have that quality last year, and I think I think that's I you I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly what he's bringing to the table. Yeah, Mike. Let's just put Mike is gonna love Malcolm Brogdon. He's the, the, how how he watches basketball and how Malcolm Brogdon operates. He's got that they're gonna mesh perfectly. 
Like give give Mike all the Brogdon stock because he's he's gonna fucking love him. I guarantee. He's it. smart is the thing. Brogdon's smart. You know, he's <laughs> got a high basketball IQ, and I and I think as much as I love our guys, I think that there was a little bit of a there was some lapses in that department in big moments in, in the finals. I mean, I, I I'm not here to shit on them because they made it to the finals, and I think they did it really well. But if you want to go back and you want to you make another playoff run and you want to get to the finals again, you're going to have to go through the Milwaukee Bucks again and they're going to probably have Chris Middleton healthy. So if you don't add some depth and you don't add some new looks, especially at the wing, you're not going to get past them. So I'm glad that we upgraded because we had to to be still be competitive. If you're out there going, well, I don't know. I mean, we look, we looked fine. You know, when we made it to the playoffs, we got had some unlucky plays. Steph Curry was on a mission. Fuck that. We're like, everybody's getting better. Everybody's never, never getting, better. getting better. Right. Never stop so, getting better. Get better. You know, always get yep. better. And look, that's where we're at. And we're doing it. You know, yep. I really do hope we use that trade exception to just fill like a little. Yeah, no, they, 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 they definitely need to. Like, that, that's not just, just like, I can see you don't use the 6.5 million, but you got to use that 17. 17? Even if it's not all 10, even if it's not all 17 million. And a chunk of it, though. You got to get somebody. Yeah, exactly. What, before we get to NBA free agency for the fifth time. So what does the deal look like, though? That, that's what I'm curious about is who do we move that has salary that won't, that I was I don't want to take away from that rotation. Don't want to take away no, from you the don't, rotation. You don't have to necessarily move a player. What happens is even though they're able to take in that player, it adds to the to the to the salary cap. So it pushes them closer to the luxury tax if they don't, you know, return the player, but they can still take the mid without without going over. Now, if they move a pay, the only player that I can see being moved back in the deal. It's really either Pritchard or Gregory Williams. I don't think anyone else is going to move. I, I think they like what Derek White does. I know, I know that he's been high code on the show. I've been the biggest supporter of Derek White. I'm guess no, I, like, no, I like Derek White. I like him even um, more now. I know, but I know, but no, I, I, was, I was early <laughs> to the party. No, I was early to the party with that. You guys hit like I, I was early to, I was late to the party with jumping on the bandwagon completely with y'all. Y'all was late to, to, to the D-White. I was like, this guy's going to win us at some point. No, and totally. It, it, I, I agree but, you were the first one in that line. I was a little bit mad because I like Jay Rich a lot when that whole deal went down. But I, I you know. So he's also someone. We just, I was going to be good. I would, we I could. Would I would take him back. back in a heartbeat. I, I would take him back right now in a heartbeat because fans love him here. Like, heartbeat. I, I, in a heartbeat. So, but that's probably also not going to happen. But I, I think it can happen because it's already been a year he's not, since. But he's not going to leave Dallas, though, because he's actually got a prime. No, he's, he's, he's in San Antonio, but. That's so that's it. Yeah. He's got like a primed a primed role there. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 a focal player. Well, he was almost like Mr. Celtic, dude. Like he is a yeah, couple of years away him. from. We like, did love him. He became a fan favorite pretty quickly. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, didn't get that, but I get it. San Antonio. I know Lonnie Walker's gone now. Keldon Johnson's really good. I and once again, that's that's a pipe dream. I know they're not gonna trade him here, amazing. but Keldon Johnson here would be really good. I'm, I'm just saying, but. I don't want to get people. I want to get people excited, but he's another guy. Obviously, you know, just still waiting on Romeo to come down there. So yeah, maybe he does become a veteran leader down there. But Jacko Pardo is also someone that's been brought up in something in something trade. But he only has one year left on the deal, so they they may not do that. But can I give you one more? One more? Sure, sure. Guy who's been in big playoff minutes. I think he is a ring. Jordan Clarks. I know it's another guard. We don't need many guards, but he's a positionless guard. He's a big guard. You maybe fit him in in a small ball three. You wouldn't see you wouldn't see him in the playoffs. But D, D, no, I can see DK going on several rants about Jordan Clarkson. Oh yeah, DK would hate Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I, know, I don't like him. Yeah, he, I know he, you yeah. don't. But so yeah, but, he, he gets he so he's a uh, he's been in big he, moments. He, he, That's dude, the only dude, reason dude I would score, him. Do the score with the best of them. Like he's a but the problem is he's a lesser J.R. Smith. 
That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Uh, um, Jared Smith. To right, me, I don't want. I don't want him. I don't no, want. No, him. No, I'm saying that's how I see him. I'm, I, I could be. I could be dead wrong. But I'm saying, but how I personally see him, I see him as a lesser version of Jared Smith. Less athletic, obviously. We've seen it. When Jared Smith got hot in the playoffs, that dude was something different. I ask Atlanta. They know. Atlanta knows. <laughs> you understand? You know, like, when, when Jared Smith, Jared Smith has been in many, many big moments in New York, Denver, all that. So, Jimmy Clarkson to me is not as good as what Jared Smith was in, in his prime. So, can he score? Absolutely. But to me, let let him stay over there and get all his, and all his points and be the sixth man over there in Utah. We, ha- we, we, have, we have our sixth man. We had this whole fucking conversation about Bill and culture and getting guys that can fit the yeah, system. Like Jordan Clarkson. He's like, Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> I, I brought the conversation. <laughs> I don't think he's a bad teammate. I don't think he's someone that, you know what I'm saying? He, I'm, not he's saying he's a bad te- I'm not saying he's a bad teammate. He just doesn't fit the profile, you know? Yeah, no, no, not, not at all. I mean, and then again, some, some people may fall in line because they know it is a championship team, but who, who knows? But let, let's, let's finally get into the rest of the NBA. So, you know, <laughs> we, we kind of, we've been dipping, uh, dipping in and out of that, but. So yeah, like we've had a lot of trades. We've had a lot of lot of lot of crazy money going around. So, uh, you know, Bobby, I'll start with you. Uh, you know, what what was the most surprising or just the craziest signing you've seen? Um, and just you know, yeah, we'll start with that, and then we're getting into trades. It's, so it's not. It's they're gonna know what you're gonna say. Yeah, it's not even the signing. It's a trade. It's it, it's Gobert going to Minnesota for just an <laughs> absurd amount of picks, man, and and good ball players too. They got they got so much back in that deal. For a dude who's, Beasley. Yeah, who for who <laughs> for someone who's who's definitely on the downtrend, in my opinion. I know he was almost, you know, he campaigned for DPOI last year. But listen, Go Gobert, he he hasn't been has he won a playoff series his entire career? One. I don't think he's won uh, one playoff series. Been out of the first round. I don't think well, he's no, 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 he's 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 been there since the year after that. He got drafted there in 2013. So yeah, they, they went so to the UCF they, one year. Then they, 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 they made they, a run. Yeah, because we going to Hayward was there. His team went for a while. So yeah, they they they've been they they've been in the Utah is the Green Bay Packers of the NBA. They're gonna consistently get to the playoffs, but then they leave they leave our right and Gobert no showing are. and being able to be played off the court was a big part of that the last two, three years. And the Minnesota yes. Timberwolves just just tied a bandwagon. I think they gave up what five years of draft picks, Malik? five draft picks, first round yeah. draft picks, and it and it's, a trade swap in there or a pick swap in there. I mean, and at, not, at one point, Emily Beasley, I mean, and Jared on. Vanderbilt, and oh you know what my I mean? god, and it's 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 not what what blows my mind the most about this deal is the Timberwolves are the Timberwolves guys. You're not you're not the Celtics. You're not the the Lakers. You're not the Heat. You're not a team who's got to be picking in the late 20s. It's possible that this entire thing blows up, right? Cat wants out. They they have to trade Gobert again. And all of a sudden, three of those five top first-round picks, unprotected, are top 10 picks. That's it's, it's such an insane amount of capital to give up for, for they- someone that, that, that literally gets played off in crunch time on a, he, he gets played off the court. You know, I and, love Gobert, what he does on defense, mm-hmm. but you got to have a little offensive game. And he has nothing. And so. you, you could rest assured, Danny Ainge is banking on that. Oh, bro, Danny, Danny came the, in he, there he, and he just windowed. He's a genius. Yeah, he could have <laughs> traded him to multiple teams that would have won. Like, he could have traded him to New York. He could have he he did anything for that. But he said, you know what? Let, let me go to a team that I know 
It's, and it's funny how it's always Minnesota for him, right? It's always Minnesota. So it's always Minnesota, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he fleeced them once, <laughs> he fleeced them again, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, it's like, wow, that that is, you know, a, I mean, A-Rod, Glenn Taylor, well, Glenn Taylor's out of there now, but I'm like, A-Rod and uh, whoever else are owning them now, the co-owners, y'all, you guys got finessed in a major and way. It's, oh, it's, it's so... The, but I, I love Anthony Edwards, though. That's my guy. I, I think he is, that guy's, that guy's a superstar in the making. 100%. He's a killer, but yeah. So, so what, what's 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 so funny is like the Timberwolves of all teams are the mm-hmm. ones who are like, I love all the three point, love all the small ball, I love the way the NBA is going. We're not doing it. We're going the other way. We're the smart ones. We're going two bigs, baby. Let's go. And it's like, guys, what 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 are you doing? What what are you doing? They're going. I'm, here's the thing. I'll go. On, I'll go on record. I'll go on record right here. I mean, we're, we'll, we'll always have this recording. They just crippled their fucking franchise. Crippled they, it. They, they crippled their yeah. franchise for the next ten years. At the end of the day, if you give up that much, there should be if there's a if there's a GM handbook on the very first page of the GM handbook, it should say, it should could be called page one should be called the Rudy Gobert trade, okay? And it should be if you're gonna give up X, you have your. It doesn't matter what you get in return. Your team has to become why. If you're going to give up all the shit that they just gave up, you better become a top three team. You better become a top three team in, in your conference. Like it, it like it, in the West, it, it boggles the fucking mind. Like it absolutely boggles the fucking top mind. Six, the, maybe, maybe, dude, maybe, maybe, maybe. You know what I mean? Like Carl Anthony Towns. I'm sorry, he's not a proven commodity mentally. I, I, you know, I think he's a talented player, but. I love Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler says you're a bitch, you're a bitch to me. So, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if you have it. Rudy Gobert, the guy who, like, basically was the poster boy for, like, the NBA shutting down because of fucking COVID. Like, there's just that fucking loop uh, over and over of him being like, <laughs> into the fucking microphone like an idiot. Like, they were playing that in fucking China, being like, look how fucking stupid Americans are. They're all going to die of the coronavirus. And they were fucking right. At the end of the day... You know, Rudy Gobert doesn't make you a top three team. He just doesn't. I mean, I think he's a good player. Like you said, he does great things on defense. Danny Ainge is a fucking genius. He's a genius. I love him. I love that he like this is the best. This is the best trade for a team I've seen since we got all those Brooklyn picks. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's I see. But at least that Brooklyn deal made the made the Nets almost a favorite going into that. Remember they were like, oh, the yeah. Nets, the Nets are gonna they've Jerome Williams, KG, they have Paul yeah. Pierce now. They had uh, and their Lopez owner was like, their owner was like, I don't give a shit about paying right. the luxury tax. They became the '97 Houston Rockets, right? It boosted them, yeah, for sure. This deal yeah. doesn't, and then, and then doesn't and then even. There, beat a bit. Fuck. They're not even. <laughs> they're not even in the conversation. Listen, they're going all in. I, I heard this. Uh, I think Simmons already said this. They're going all in on a twenty-year-old player right now. They're, they're like, we're, we need to win now. I with think he's going to be really good. I, he's going to be awesome. I think he, everybody does. He, he he he's amazing. He's a bro. dog. No, he's he's a dog. Let, let's, I, let, let's 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 not. So there's <laughs> let's not let's not. I understand. They just got fleeced. I hear you. I'm with you. Number five. That that dude is something different. I get I'm it. Telling 100%. you, hundred percent. But 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 you can't. You got to build around him. You can't. You can't give up the future for what you can build. Look what we did with Tatum and Brown. We we built a team around these dudes. You know what I mean? With picks with. With with good moves, with things like that, you just crippled and handicapped yourself for years to come. You can't you can't make another trade and trade a first round pick. You can't do these things. 
to, to bring a guy in around Edwards, man. Hundred percent, it's crazy. If Dan, if Danny Ainge is the GM and in fucking in for the T Wolves, that's what he does. That's the thing. He's nowhere near a fucking deal like this because he's looking at fucking. Well, he probably would have dealt cat. Yeah, that's what I'm talking right, about. That's right, what that would have been the right, right move. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he's looking at Anthony Edwards. He's going, this guy, this guy. That is, we got to figure out how to build around. Hundred percent right. They're going. Okay, well, I think we, he's probably just about good enough now. If we get Rudy Gobert and give up our entire future and like fuck the first seven years of his of his career, everything's going to be fine. You know, it's like I'm disappointed as a basketball fan. I wanted to see that guy at like 24, 25 years old and see what kind of fucking team we he would have around him. He's going to be in in superstar purgatory now. You know, because yep. what's going to happen is they're going to get to the first round. Maybe, maybe they get to the semis and they, they're going to get bounced out. That's what's going to happen. Every basketball fan in America is saying the same thing because that's the case. They cannot. I mean, beat the Bobby Warriors. said there was Bobby said there the was Warriors. no. Oh, God, no. They, they Bobby was saying there's two camps on this. Like and you, you either feel strong one way or the other. I think I think your point's exactly right. There's the people who aren't involved with the Minnesota Timberwolves organization. <laughs> and there's everybody else. Those are the two fucking sides <laughs> to this argument, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then again, too, and I made this analogy on another show, but I think in Minnesota's mind, what they may be thinking of is, you know, remember when Anthony Davis and Bookie Cousins got together a few years ago, right? That should have been the most skilled, you know, front court we've ever seen. It should have been. That was fun for like 25 games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so Bookie got hurt, right? So maybe that's what they're trying to recreate, obviously. I mean, not, not, none, of, none of them are the defender that Gobert is. None of them, Boogie or, or Cat, obviously. But, you know, I just think obviously he had, he had the skill of Boogie. That it it might it have been scary hours for everyone had he, he had some offensive game. But, you know, I mean, who, who knows? Maybe they're not done. Maybe they still add something else there. And in, in, in the I say I'm not putting trust in that front office to do that because clearly... Uh, we see what they just did, but who knows? Maybe this unlocks Cat a little bit more. Once again, he's, regardless of what people feel about him mentally, he's walking 26, 12, and 2 every night. Every night. <laughs> the dude is lethal. I, 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 and once again, four months ago. But we're, but we're talking about going to the playoffs and winning. I'm like, we wanted him here four months ago. So I, I'd, say, I'd, I'd take him in a heartbeat if we could. I if just we could think- him, I'd take him in a heartbeat. I just think you added another wet noodle to a group of wet noodles with with one sure, with sure. one dog in the middle. You know yeah, what I mean? I, that's I, that's exactly what you just I, and I don't I don't think they should have traded Pat Bev though with the deal too. I think that's what I mean. Was, you you he, took he all your the culture a little bit, so yeah, right. Another dog, culture, they yeah. just let it go. So I don't yeah, know. so I mean, I mean, well, I mean, some of the signings that yo New York though, Jalen Brunson. Four years, one hundred nine, one ten. That was wild to me. I don't love that contract. For yeah, I, I, I listen. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like we had spoke to someone from Nesson on our show, but I was like, "Yo, this is not, this is not okay." Like this, like to me. So remember when Bradley got four years, eighty five mil from Indiana? Sure do. That's the that's the deal I would have given Brunson. Sure, I, he, he that'd be perfect for him. But he got uh, he got I, hyped. He got hyped as like the big free agents this year. You know what I mean? It was like who's going to get Brunson? Well, he got hyped because like they fell victim to it a little bit. Also, but they fit. But yeah, right. But they fell victim to that a little bit. I think they were like, we got to go get him if we don't no, go he, get him. He, not he, he's going to hoop. He's he, trust me. Sure, he's going to hoop. He's a piece though. He's not. He's, a, getting, he's not a centerpiece. You know, right? When he's getting the twenty, he's going to. He might get twenty a night over there because he he has he has the ball in his hand. He he could get 20 points, six assists. And they still might finish seventh in the East. Yeah, but do you think he could be the second best player on a championship team? Maybe yeah. third best. He could be third. Maybe. He could be third. He could be third. He'd be third. Yeah. He'd be third. He could be third best. But not oh, yeah, second he... best. And yeah, like yeah. that's the second best player on the championship team contract in my mind. You know, 
Sure. But I mean, I mean, granted, I, I understand they had to, you know, New York has to overpay. Um, believe it or not, like they're, know, they're, not, agree, they're yeah. not a destination that people want to go to. I thought they did a little good. They did some good wheeling and dealing, honestly, outside of that Brunson trade. I, I, I was so, I was so mad though that they ended up signing. I, I wanted Mitchell Robinson so badly to back up Rob. <laughs> I, I like Mitchell that, Robinson that, a lot. That, yeah. that, honestly, if, if that was all we did was get Mitchell Robinson, I wouldn't get him with none else. I wouldn't get him with none else. I was like, you literally have a taller Rob to back him up. This is perfect. You, there's nothing else you need. What's Jared Allen's deal right now? Is he just off limits to us? What's his like? Yeah, unfortunately. Love Jared I he's, love he's, Jared he's, Allen. Well, because my thing is, why, why would Cleveland trade him, though? Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, like, they, they actually got him, yeah, for, so they got him for, he's, nothing. He's, got him for yeah, nothing. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. He's, he's, I like he's, him so much, though. They, they were signing oh. him. They were signing him, though. Yeah, he's, he's a monster. Five years, 100 mil, I think he got from Cleveland. And I mean, they, I mean, speaking to them, too, they they got, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Sexton because obviously he came off of an ACL injury, but, you know, they gave Garland the bag. You know, obviously they got, you know, they got uh, Isaac Acquero. Evan Mobley is is a is a beast. You know, so they, they have some pieces there in Cleveland that could, could, could uh, propel them to at least a... You talk about you talk about this stuff when you, you know, you get into the offseason, you start looking at these contracts more in-depthly. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've been talking about it more in-depthly. It's like, it, it makes you think back to the people at the end of the season. They're going like, ah, fuck. We got to trade Marcus Smart. You know, he's got to get out of here. I'm like, well, I mean, just look at what he brings on paper compared to like his relative contract. Like his contract looks nice right now from what we gave him. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. It's like, it's like, why? Same with, like, same with Rob, man. Same with Rob. Yeah. I mean, these guys, these, these people are, are trying to trade away. Like you have to not just look at what they do, which I actually am fine with Mar- what Marcus Smart does. But yeah, it can just look at what they do. It's It's the value that they have to the team. It's like. He he's playing like a guy that had that gets paid probably ten more million a year than he actually is getting paid. If to be if we're being honest, so you gotta look at the value. You know, I mean, if if you're the Cavs and you have no shot of even maybe getting through a play in, you gotta look at the value of your contracts. You know, you gotta look at your future. If you're the Celtics, you gotta look at the value of your contracts. So yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like it it makes sense to sort of pay attention to this stuff. Uh, the other the other big deal too is, is a, a loss and an addition for someone else, and I think it's so big that the Warriors lost Gary Payton. I know that they, they Gary Payton second. Uh, I know they they got Defenchenjo. Defenchenjo. Yeah, I don't know why mm-hmm. I can't fucking say people's names, but he was so key to them winning that finals against us, man. I feel I just feel like when he wasn't there, they had no answer for you know that extra spot on our lineup. You know, they had no defensive guy to guard that third they or fourth guy. They got healthy guy. at the right time. Right. And they lost him, though. And no, I think but they got healthy at the right time, which we don't, yeah, people don't want to speak about that either, but that's a whole other fact. <laughs> we're so, still, we're still that. salty over here. Yeah. Um, so no, that's, that's fact, though. That's not, it's not salt. It's fact. It's truth. They got healthy at the right time. All right. I'm still salty. I'm sorry. Yeah. The him going to Portland's big because it gets another guy over there who's another dog next to Dame. Uh, he hasn't really had one since he lost CJ. Simon's too. Simon's um, nice. Simon's too, right? Sam, Simon's is over there too. They overpaid for him a little bit, but I, they kind of they kind of had to. They kind of had to though. Exactly. They but I feel like, he, but he's taking leaps Big every time. year. She's been so. I think that's that. That was a projection payment. That was like, okay, we're going to project that he becomes CJ two point because that's what they're baking on him to be. He's only 22, 23 years old, so. I think that that's, you know, that's fine. I like Isaiah Little. Once again, that's a UNC guy. I'm biased. I think Isaiah Little's going to be good for them next year. They messed up by trading Gary Chen Jr. last year or two years ago. I think he was also someone that was a dog for them in the bubble. And I think they 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 gave up on him too early. So, yeah, that that's, that's that. But 
Yeah, yeah. Gary Payton second for sure is going to be a good side. He got the bag. I know they also lost Otto Porter. He, he wanted to go to he went to Toronto. So, you know, that's another team that may make some, make some deals too, you know, because I think oh, they're, they're looking, they may look to move OG and Anobi. And if he's on the market, mm-hmm. he moves to the top of the list too as a TP he got. But we'll see. I don't want to get back into that. Gave, gave that time <laughs> earlier. But yeah, but I'm like Zach Levine, five years, 215. That was overpaid to me as well. So was, they had to. You had to do it. Anybody else they got the major You bag. know, there's a lot of um, these though, isn't there? There's a lot of these like, yeah, you, ha- you have to. You got to do but, it. But do, do, do you know? Because what I mean, do they no, do it, if they leave though? What do you do if they then, then they're just fucked? Yeah, but it's like, you're not, you're not. You're not winning with that guy. Right. Anyway. Unless you're like, 100% sure he's going to take you to a championship. Right. Fuck it. But, so but like, at the like, same let's, time, let's, it's let's not like you do trades anymore where it's a uh, star for a star. That just doesn't happen. If, if you're going to trade a guy like Zach Levine, you're going to get four first round pack, picks back and have to rebuild from the top. And the Bulls are not in any position to rebuild at this point. You know what I mean? They're just well, not. I mean, if that's when you get the money to DeRozan, you got Vucevic. I, I, yeah, sure. I, I I get that part. But even, oh, we, we, we just speak about this. I said we need to wrap something we're, we're running on time. But how did I feel about Zion getting his 231, though? How did I feel about that? I mean, he's still kind of a, he's still kind of like an unproven commodity as far as uh, if he if his body's going to hold up. But he looks pretty fucking fit. You know, he looks pretty in shape. And what I will say about, you know, paying a guy like Zion as opposed to paying a guy like Levine is like he's box office, you know? So just mm-hmm. from like a business standpoint, it's like, I don't know, dude, like if you're the Pelicans, like, do you even really need to win a championship or do you just need to sell some fucking Zion jerseys? Like, is that the dirty little secret of the fucking, mm-hmm. of the fucking Pelicans organization? You know what well, I mean? Like they're, they're fucking they're, Saints town, you know? So I don't yeah, know. They, but no, if, they're, they're just a third. Like it's, it, it's the, Saints, the Saints aren't even number one. It's, it is LSU. Then the Saints, then the Dennis the Pelicans. <laughs> like, they're not even, they're, and when I say they're a distant third, like, what, what's that song from Marvin Gaye? Distant lovers? Like, they're a distant lover. It's, they, uh-huh. they're, they are way down on, <laughs> on the total pole. It's not even close. Uh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, the, the <laughs> I, I'll tell you this. I'll try. <laughs> if, if, if the Pelicans had to make a decision right now and pick between Zion and Ingram, and Ingram just brought them to the playoffs, had a great season, great two years. They still pick Zion. Zion Zion's uh well, like DK just said, he's box office. So he sells hey, you hey, tickets. Hey, he's been on the and court he, though. Right, but he may twenty four, five, and six. They're, they're, they're just gonna sell that upside all night and day. I I, I think Ingram probably is out of there with twenty four. I it's not like he's thirty. He's twenty four years not old. Zion, he's not Zion though. Not Zion. So I, I agree. Twenty four, five, and six, man. I I, I, <laughs> listen, I, I completely agree. But I'm I'm just telling you what the Pelicans are thinking, and like that 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 they, deal. That's, they that's, have they have to do that's that day, because that's, if that's you don't, Zion's going. That's right. dangerous. Got to do it. Gotta no, do it. sure, but that, that's dangerous. I so, so twenty four, five, and six. Listen, with a healthy team, they might have beat Phoenix, bro. Like that, that you, that's you how plop, they was giving you Phoenix Zion fits, into that team. That team that's what I'm saying. They, they would have given they would give it Phoenix fits. They was giving Phoenix fits. So I I think to me, and once again, I'm not a Brendan Ingram guy. So the fact that I'm supporting him openly on this, I'm not I'm not a Brendan Ingram guy. Could that be the L? Well, you know, he's better than Jimmy. He says no. Like he's he's he he's got better since he left LA, obviously, but he wasn't better than Brown or Tatum. Maybe he might just set that league now to say he's on that same level as maybe Brown, but he's not better than Tatum. In my opinion, but I just think for for their team, he became their best playmaker this year. He became their best defender at times. So yeah, I'm sorry. I'm 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 giving him as much praise as I was Zion. He's he was he's been there. 
he, he's the one that got him into the playoffs, not Zion. He was the one out there playing every night. That, that's, that's just how I roll. I, I, once again, I get I agree. Well, I saying, I get it. I'm, I'm giving guys flowers that fucking show up and play. Brent Ingram was out there. I'm not a Brent Ingram supporter, but the dude, I, I give, I, once again, I give credit where it's due. Dude was out there giving everyone business on a regular basis. But, you know, he, he's sleepy. He, he's, he's laid back. That's why he'll never be in that conversation because he's super laid back. He just want, that's why they call him Baby KD. He don't want to do nothing. He just want to hoop. That's all he want to do is just hoop. Yeah. All he want to do is hoop. I can guarantee you they're both up for contract. They can only afford one. They're picking Zion. Well, 100, 100%. Ingram already got his. Yeah, you got, got it. What, last year? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, last yeah, so they're, they're good. So, but I mean, let's say we, we can we can leave you not that list of, list of anything else we want to add, but I know we're long on time. So, oh, we, only we thing I want to add is KD might not get traded specifically because of that Gobert trade. That, that's, that might be yeah, the reason that's, why yeah, he doesn't that's, get traded. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to get traded anyway, to be honest with you. But that's, that's like the stamp. Fucking crazy that's like the stake in, 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 in Yeah, they uh, as of like 96 Bulls to come back like that. That's ridiculous. Like, it's wild. It's a joke. They, wanted, they wanted LeBron and AD. Yeah, like, come on. Suck, suck my dick. Like, that, that's not happening. Like, that's the, right. like if, if, I'm, if I'm Julian Leo, suck my dick. Like, that's, that's, not, that's not working. So, on that note, <laughs> we, we would, that, that would do it for Mr. The Point. I am Richard Buchanan with the real BK Bob Kelly and DK Sizzle. Until next time, we'll see you. We love you. Peace. Hey, guys. It's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now. Listen to music. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.